miss me a bank. Alright. This next uh, story, well, I say story, this next topic I'm fixing to talk about. Uh, you might better sit down, hush up, park your car. Whatever you're doing, uh, you might need to stop doing. Because this is some serious business here. And I don't want to hear people say, well, you knew about this and didn't tell us. So, I'm fixing to lay it down. Oh... Dave Robinson and Irving Baxter are two guys that uh, run the End of the Age podcast that I listen to. And uh, they lay it down with uh, what they pull out of the scripture and relate it to with the Bible and relate it to world events now that the times we're living in. What I got here is some information that uh, I got his permission that I could share on this podcast. Um, Events of the final seven years, a timeline by Dave Robinson. Um, This is a seven-year timeline. says the Bible foretells a final seven year period that would immediately precede the battle of Armageddon and the second coming of Jesus to the earth. It also describes the specific event that will mark the beginning of this final seven years. That's the reason we call this prophesied event. Prophecy with a date on it. All we have to do is watch the initial event that marks the beginning of the timeline to to then and know that only seven years remains until the culmination. So, you know, I know you're thinking now, oh, he's talking doom and gloom, the end of the world's coming, we've been waiting centuries and years for this to happen and it's never happened well. Oh, uh, better listen up if you got an ear you better hear it's of the utmost important that each of us understands this final seven year timeline of events for our generation will undoubtedly live during the fulfillment of these prophecies in order to stand in order to understand what lies ahead we must remove those imaginary blindfolds by learning what the Bible prophesies about the events that will take place along the final seven year timeline. Okay, the Middle East peace treaty marks the beginning. Now, some of you have been following the news, that's what Donald Trump's trying to push between the Palestinians and the Israelis over there. Uh, you got the Euphrates River probably going to mark the entry point for all these uh, military forces uh, rising up against Israel. It's drying up or the water level is real low. 
but uh, back to the Middle East peace treaty marked the beginning. It says Daniel 9:27 prophesies that the Antichrist will confirm a covenant with many for a final seven-year period. This accord will be a confirmation of God's covenant with Abraham that Israel would always have a homeland in the promised land. Genesis 15:18. The fulfillment of this prophecy will be the signing of a peace agreement between Israel and the Palestinians. A prophesied agreement must do three things. Establish a Palestinian site in Judea, the West Bank. Allow the Jewish settlers presently living in Judea to remain in their homes. Living in a Jewish minority in the new Palestinian state. Three, place the Temple Mount under a and internationally supervised sharing agreement allowing both Jews and Muslims to worship there. When you see the prophesied peace agreement, know assuredly the final seven years to the battle of Armageddon and the second coming of Jesus Christ have begun. The Sixth Trumpet War At this juncture, it must be noted that a war is coming that will emanate from the Middle East region and result in the killing of one-third of the world's population. I know that sounds wild and weird. It's uh, wild and weird in my mind, but uh, on to the rest of the story. This war is called the Sixth Trumpet War because it will occur at the sounding of the Sixth Trumpet as described in Revelation 9, 13, and 18. A lot of you are thinking, well, why haven't we learned this from our preacher, our pastor at our church? Uh, People don't want to hear the truth. I'm telling you the truth. This war will take place just before or shortly after the peace agreement is signed. The Bible does tell us that it must take place at the latest before the final three one half years begins. It could conceivably happen at any time now. In the aftermath of the Sixth Trumpet War, in which 2.3 billion human beings will have died, whoo, good gravy, the cry for a global organization that can prevent war will be deafening. The international community will adopt a world governing entity to eliminate the possibility of a global war ever taking place again. The nations of the world will surrender their sovereignty of the new world government so that it can eliminate war completely. This world government will be the culmination of years of planning that have already been in progress for several years. It had been generally believed that there were two major causes for war on earth conflicts between nations and conflicts between religions. The solution was simple in the minds of the global leaders. Do away away with the nation states and force everyone on earth to pledge allegiance to one single ultimate political authority, a world government. Abolish the doctrinal differences between all religions and organizations. Korean church leaders to 
and signed declarations of unity with a single, all-inclusive religious authority, a world religion. The Bible predicts that two entities will be governed by a duo of the most deceitful demonic humans that have ever lived. To begin with a leader will rise from Europe, Daniel 7-8, that will have aided in the negotiations for a prophesied peace agreement. He will be a great orator and administration and administrator, excuse me, but with an ulterior motive in mind, a wolf in sheep's clothing, it will, if, if you will, he will eventually seize the reins of inf- influence and, and be the most powerful politician in Europe. From this power base, he will maneuver himself into control of the emerging world government. Uh, I know y'all thinking, oh shoot, Randy done flipped his wig, but man, they're pulling this right out of the right out of the word, y'all. <laughs> Number one, I mean the only book in the world to outsell any other book. These guys put their minds together and uh study the word and here we have it at the beginning of his ministration this ascending world leader will be viewed by many as the next great peacemaker but to those who know their bibles he will shortly be recognized as the antichrist simultaneous with the emergence of the prophesied world government will be the birth of a global religious system. Interfaithism, as it already is being called, it will be a union of Catholicism, Protestantism, under the leadership of the Pope. This religious union will be founded on the belief that Jews, Muslims, and Christians all worship the same God while calling him by different names. Interfaithism will attempt to embrace all the religions of the world. Scripture is clear that this religious union will be led by the Pope. Whoever is Pope at the time of the Antichrist will fill the prophecy, prophesied role of the false prophet. Even Roman Catholics believe there is an evil Pope coming. By the midway point of the final seven years, the world government, led by the Antichrist and the world religion, Revelation 13, 11, 14, chapter 17 through 18, headed by the false prophet, will have control over the majority of the world's population. First three and one half years. When the final seven years begins, Revelation 11, 1 and 2 states, that the Temple Mount in Jerusalem will be placed under a sharing agreement between the Jews and the Muslims. The Jewish people will be allowed to build their third temple, 2 Thessalonians 2.4 and Revelations 11.1.2. On the Temple Mount, when, when the temple is completed, animal sacrifices will be resumed, just like back in the day, y'all. 
had to sacrifice an animal for your sins until the good Lord come along and hung, hung on the cross. Daniel 9.27 Just as was done in the Old Testament times, offering of animal sacrifices in the temple will quickly escalate into a world crisis. The animal rights activists will demand that the Antichrist stop this slaughter of animals. This dispute over the animal sacrifices will quickly lead to an event the Bible calls the abomination of desolation. The abomination, abomination of desolation at the midway point. Once we reach the middle of this final seven year period, prophetic fulfillments will rapidly increase with many events happening almost simultaneously. As I'm thinking about this story I'm telling y'all about and how Trump's done move the uh, U.S. Embassy to Jerusalem. <coughs> it's wild, absolutely wild. The first of these events will be the stopping of the sacrifices at the abomination of desolation, Daniel 11.31, foretells this event. And arms shall stand on his part and they the antichrist and his partners shall pollute the sanctuary of strength and shall take away the daily sacrifice and they shall place the abomination that makes desolate it appears that stopping the sacrifice and the abomination desolation will occur at the same time apparently antichrist will explain that Sacrifices are no longer needed because he is the Messiah and God. Second Thessalonians 2 4 states that he will sit in the temple of God claiming to be God. In this passage, the Apostle Paul described this event as the revealing of the man of sin, the Antichrist. It should also be mentioned that whoever is Pope at the time of the abomination of desolation will assume his role as a false prophet. He will be the leader of the world religion system and will perform miracles before the people of the world. Revelations 13, 13, 14. Through these miracles, he will influence the world to pledge its allegiance to the Antichrist. great tribulation begins simultaneous with the abomination of desolation these will be that there will be a war in heaven Daniel 12 1 and Revelation 12 7 11 Michael and his angels defeat Satan and his angels confirming them confining them excuse me Finding them to the earth, Revelation 12, 12 says, Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and, and of the sea. For the devil's come down onto you having great wrath because he knoweth that he hath but a short time. This is the beginning of the three and one half years of the tribulation. Satan will 
persecute Israel and the church and the true church of Jesus Christ. This is the same tribulation period that Jesus spoke of in Matthew 24, 15 through 21. Once the abomination of desolation occurs, Jesus warned the Jews living in Judea and the West Bank to flee into the mountains. For then shall the great tribulation such as was not seen since as was not since the beginning of the world to this time no nor ever shall be in the midst of all the chaos God will send his two witnesses Revelation 11:13, to begin their ministries which will last the next 1260 days three and one half years the last the last three and one half years during the last half of the final seven years many events will occur setting the stage for the battle of Armageddon and the second coming of Jesus Christ it is at this time that the Antichrist and the false prophet will fully implement the economic system known as the mark of the beast Revelation 13, 16, and 18. Economic control will be used to force citizens of the world to comply with the dictates of the one world government and the one world religion. The plan will be to give everyone on earth his own unique identification number that will be necessary to function in society. If any individual does not submit obey the Pledge of Allegiance to the Antichrist and his supreme authority, that person's number will be invalidated. He will not be permitted to hold a job or participate in any global economy. All the while, God's two witnesses, Revelation, 13, Revelation 11, 3, and 12, will be prophesying, performing miracles, and smitting the earth with plagues. However, at the end of their ministries, Antichrist and his world-governing system will kill, will take out these two witnesses, and their bodies will lie in the streets of Jerusalem three and one half days, while the international media broadcast the entire incident to the world. After the three and a half days are finished, the Lord will raise them from the dead and call them up to heaven while the whole world watches in amazement. So put that on Fox News and CNN. Boom! End of the final seven years. At the end of the seven year period, two of the most recognizable prophecies of the Bible will take place. The Battle of Armageddon, the second coming of Jesus Christ. Quite similar to Charles Dickens' statement in his book, A Tale of Two Cities. This will be the best of times for some and the worst of times for others. Surrounding these two prophecies will be quite a number of significant events all leading to the culmination of this age and the beginning of the 1000 year reign of Jesus Christ on earth. At the very end of the great tribulation the seven 
vile plagues, the wrath of God will be poured will be poured out. Revelation 16, 1 through 21. This is all information, y'all, I, I got from uh, Dave Robinson and Irvin Baxter through their End of the Age podcast. I'm sitting there telling myself, reading all this, if I don't let my listeners know, me knowing this, uh, I got to tell them. So you tell everybody you know. The first vial is poured out on those who have received the mark of the beast during the tribulation period. But the sixth vial is poured out the great river Euphrates. There's that river again I was telling y'all about the drying up. It says it will be dried up in preparing for the kings of the east to make their way down toward Israel for the battle of Armageddon. I think I've read somewhere in the word that uh, the good Lord puts a hook in them pulls them in there. Uh, once the sixth vial is poured out, Revelation 16, 15 gives a last minute warning to the inhabitants of the earth. Behold, I've come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments. Least he walk naked and they see his shame. Then in this verse 16, the, proph- the prophecy prophecy says and he gathered them together in a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon Armageddon the international armies of the UN will invade Israel from the north the battle will be joined in the plain of Megiddo in northern Israel Israel will fight valiantly against the world government armies however Israeli Defense Forces, the IDF, which is an awesome military. You ought to look at the history books on the Seven Day War they had back in the day. Uh, will fall back slowly, but sincerely, but surely, before the superior firepower of the world government. Conflict will proceed with Israel retreating toward its capital, Jerusalem. After days of exhausting battle, Israel will make her way, will make her last stand within the walls of Jerusalem, in spite of her, her heroic efforts by the Israeli soldiers. The Jewish people will find themselves facing defeat by the enemies of the Antichrist. It is at this time that the seventh last trumpet will sound Jesus Christ will return to gather the elect from the earth Matthew 24, 29, 51 and have the marriage of the supper of the lamb and go with the saints to fight on behalf of Israel to the battle of Armageddon Revelation 19 during the battle of Armageddon the seventh vial will be poured upon the earth this will result in great hailstones being rained upon the armies I guess kind of like what happened during Sodom and Gomorrah's time I guess it's going to come down like that
hailstones being rained upon these armies that have come down to fight against Israel and Armageddon. Zechariah 14.4 tells us that Jesus will place his feet on the Mount of Olives just outside Jerusalem. When he comes to the earth, when this happens, there will be a huge earthquake that splits the Mount of Olives in two, killing 7,000 people in the city of Jerusalem. Man. Just by touching down. Man. Uh, All of Israel will rush out to meet him. They bow before their Messiah, they will notice the nail scars in his hands and feet. They will realize he is Jesus and will receive him as their Lord and Savior. God, Zechariah 12, 10, and 13, 16. Scripture tells us that all of Israel will be saved at this time. Romans 11, 25, 26. Judgments at the second coming of Jesus Christ will appear loving, merciful Savior to those who have obeyed His Word and allowed Him to be the Lord of their lives, but to those who did not obey His Word and receive Him as Lord, He will return in a vengeful, flaming fire to execute judgment. True religion is God's method saving the world. False religion is the most effective way of leading people away from the truth. That's why God devotes two entire chapters of the book of Revelation detailing the horrible judgments that God will pour out upon the false prophet and his false religious system. The same global earthquake that killed 7,000 Jerusalem completely destroy the city of the seven hills. Roman Rome Revelation 16, 19, 17 and 9 describing the destruction of Rome in Revelation 18, 8. The scripture states, Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned fire for strong is the Lord God who judges her it is also at the battle of Armageddon when God will tear will tear down the world governing system of the Antichrist this is the same socialistic godless entity that will have implemented the mark of the beast and caused so many to turn from God towards a humanistic solution to solve the problems of the world. It will be the end of human government on earth and the ushering in of the kingdom of God, Daniel 7, 9. Because, because of their iniquities and deceitfulness, the leaders of the world government, the Antichrist, and the head of the global religious system, the false prophet, 
will both be cast into the lake of fire. Revelation 19.20 records the event. And the beast was taken, and with him the false prophet that wrought miracles before him with which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast and then that worshipped his image. These both were cast alive into the lake of fire burning with brimstone. Finally, Satan is bound for the next 1,000 years, Revelation 22. And he laid hold of the dragon and the old serpent, which is the devil and Satan, and bound him a thousand years. The kingdom of God, at the battle of Armageddon, the Lord will eliminate all human governments. Here on earth, he will set up his government, the kingdom of God, which will reign supreme on earth in the next 1,000 years, Revelation 11:15 states. And the seventh angel sounded These were great voices, and there were great voices in heaven saying, The kingdom of this world are become the kingdom of our Lord and the Lord of his Christ, and he will and he shall reign forever and ever. Furthermore, Daniel two forty four states and in the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed and the kingdom shall not be left to other people but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms and it shall stand forever it will be a perfect peace as on earth for the next 1000 years the saints How can you prepare? Understanding the prophecy events that will occur over the next seven years is only part of the equation. First Chronicles 12.32 tells us that and of the children of Issachar which were men that had understanding of the times to know that Israel ought to do. It is good to recognize events we will face in the future, but what actions should we take as a result of this knowledge? Most people focus on the physical aspects of 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 preparing for things. Commonly asked questions are, what can I invest in to guarantee my security? How much food should I store up? Should I move on and move to a remote area and live off the grid, live off the land? The problem is no one knows the complete answers to these questions. We have no idea what the economy will look like after the Sixth Trumpet War. It is impossible to judge the availability of food or the access of shelter, electricity, water, etc. Sure, once we get further into these events,
events, perhaps information like this will be available, but not now. However, whether it is today or over the next few years, spiritual preparedness is the most common, is the most important, absolute necessity. Matthew 6, 31-33 clearly tells us how to prepare. Therefore, take no thought, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, and what shall we be clothed with? For seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. The best thing an individual can do to equip themselves for future events in the second coming of Jesus Christ is to be born again. Jesus said to Nicodemus in John 3 that he he couldn't see or enter the kingdom of God unless he was born again of the water and of the spirit. To get your free copy of the brochure, what what do you mean born again? Call 1-800-END-TIME.